welcome to Earth Riot Radio. I'm Reverend Billy here talking to you from the Earth Church in New York. We will endeavor in the next half an hour to discover a new kind of activism. Defending the Earth. Can we do that together? Is that a worthwhile task? All right, let's go. We have wonderful success that has taken place, an example to us. We have a successful vote, a new union at the Amazon company. And we had a hand in being a part of rallies with Chris Smalls, and he'll talk to us in a moment. We have a kind of passivity. We're paralyzed. We are inundated with advertising and all sorts of forces that keep us passive. So we have to fill the bodies we've got here with that raging, evolving earth. Am I right? Can we do that? Well, it sounds impossible sometimes, but we've got to rise up. We've got to rise up. The earth expects us to, I think, because we can feel it inside of ourselves. And what do we have inside ourselves? We have the earth here. We're made of the earth. That gives us all the motivation we need. We've got the seed. We've got the the wisdom passed down through the millennia. We've got the evolution. So here we go. We're going to talk to some activists. We're going to share the good news and the bad news that we have found out this week from the news from the natural world with Savitri D. And I want to just say thank you for being with us. And somebody give me an earth hallelujah. First mansion in Medina, Seattle, 
and also uh, the Amazon headquarters in Seattle, Washington as well. Our latest travels was about a month ago, we were in Alabama and Bessemer, standing in solidarity with those uh, workers down there that are trying to unionize and also uh, standing in solidarity with the union leaders, the union reps that have been organizing the workers uh, to unionize for the first time in American history. This last year, pretty much once again, just trying to build as much support as possible. My goal is to try to get, you know, any facility unionized, but uh, definitely want to start in New York as well at my former facility. Um, so my journey continues. Tell us a little bit about why you feel it's important that Amazon workers uh, become unionized. What are some of the issues you face as an employee of Amazon? And, and what are employees facing now that will cause them to want to organize? And what union is organizing them? I worked at Amazon since 2015. Um, I opened up three buildings for them. Um, I got promoted in my first year. So I was a supervisor or an assistant manager for the last four years at Amazon. And what I did notice that the systemic racism that exists, um, I applied for a promotion about 49 times and I was denied every last one of them for no apparent reason. I was a good employee, came to work every day. Um, you know, I took all the courses, the classes, passed them with flying colors. I did everything I could to get promoted. And I, I never understood why until after I was terminated. But when it came to health and safety concerns, uh, Amazon disregarded that uh, when COVID-19 came into play. That made, that really, uh, was the tipping point for me to take my stance. When coronavirus came into play, that's when I realized that uh, this company is neglecting us workers because they want to keep business as usual. And obviously Jeff Bezos accumulated $90 billion in the midst of the pandemic. That told me right there that um, they had to exploit a class of people. My action against them now is to try to stop that systemically, whether it's be uh, through the elective officials, implementing some laws that protect workers or unionizing on the outside from within or from the outside as well. We're trying to organize workers to have the courage to start their own workplace committee. What do people gotta do? Bees dance and drum, drum with their wings and their waggling bodies and their they're stomping feet and fill the balls of paper called hives with perfume. This all directs the female bee swarms to fly into the next valley, around the barn, over the hill, through the forest to a flowering tree. What people gotta do. The humans need to follow those bee directions learn that language they dance and percuss and inhale the mist from their homes in the trees and run off fly off in the direction that swarm has gone is where we gotta go face the richest man on the world and his hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lobbyists and lawyers actual transformation can do anything can make new worlds we gotta change people. We can experience something actual. Probably, if it's actual, it's probably good at this point. Actual guilt, actual change, actual movement, flight. Where do we land? In a stream of caribou with the urge to go north into the tundra for the spring 
to understand the wisdom of flying a thousand miles, finding a cave to sleep for months, the unforgettable need to rut and feed and move and fly and enter the soil and burst up in the spring for more of this life. Turn, face the richest man in the world. Change him. Change all the structures that issue from him. This thing called life, we got it in us. It's powerful by itself. If you just make it actual, let it be actual, it rises up in our bodies and we re-enter this going, this going, this movement. These cycles of death and deliverance. Death and deliverance. Down and up. Move across into the next valley. Welcome to News from the Natural World, I'm Savitri D. The world has less than three years to turn the tide of relentless fossil fuel consumption, according to the latest Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Working Group 3 report released this week. The world can possibly meet its climate targets, but the window of opportunity is rapidly closing. In short, greenhouse gas emissions must peak before 2025 at the latest if we are to avoid the worst impacts. Carbon emissions then also must be slashed by at least 43% by 2030, while methane would also need to be reduced by about a third. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres had these words. Climate activists are sometimes portrayed as dangerous radicals, but the truly dangerous radicals are the countries that are increasing production of fossil fuels. Investing in new fossil fuels infrastructure is moral and economic madness. Some government and business leaders are saying one thing but doing another. Simply put, they are lying, and the results will be catastrophic. The 2,800-page report documents a litany of broken climate promises by governments and corporations. Russian soldiers who seized the site of the Chernobyl nuclear disaster are reportedly suffering acute radiation sickness. According to locals, Russian troops occupying the land of the Chernobyl nuclear power plant were rushed across the border to a special medical facility in Belarus, 
after exposing themselves to dangerous levels of radiation. There have been reports of Russian troops digging trenches and driving through a highly irradiated area near Chernobyl called the Red Forest without appropriate protective equipment. Speaking to Reuters, two Ukrainian Chernobyl employees said the unprotected soldiers stormed through the area in armored vehicles and described their behavior as suicidal. Military action in the Chernobyl zone has been a constant worry since the beginning of the Russian invasion, with many scientists explaining that it could pose a danger to both people and the environment. Deep in a Panamanian rainforest, bird populations have been quietly declining for 44 years. A new University of Illinois-led study shows that 70% of understory bird species declined in the forest between 1977 and 2020, and the vast majority of those are down by half or more. Many of these are species one might expect to be doing fine in a 22,000-hectare national park that has experienced no major land use change for at least 50 years. Loss of birds from any habitat can threaten the integrity of the entire ecosystem. In the neotropics, these birds are key seed dispersers, pollinators, and insect consumers. Fewer birds could threaten tree reproduction and regeneration, impacting the entire structure of the forest, a pattern shown elsewhere after major bird declines. Almost half of the world's birds live in the neotropics. Monkeys love boozy fruit. Scientists analyzed the ethanol content of fruit eaten by spider monkeys in Panama and found that the fruit regularly contained between 1 and 2% alcohol. The researchers also collected urine samples, most of which contained secondary metabolites of ethanol. Researchers doubt that the monkeys feel the inebriating effects of alcohol that humans appreciate. They're probably not getting drunk, scientists said, because their guts are filling before they reach inebriating levels. Human ancestors may also have preferentially selected ethanol-laden fruit for consumption, given that it has more calories. A new study by a team of psychology and linguistics researchers shows that we tend to prioritize men when referring to people in general. The concept of a person or people is, despite its definition, not gender neutral when it comes to how we use these terms. The findings, which are reported in the journal Science Advances, are based on an analysis of more than 630 billion words drawn from internet web pages, using artificial intelligence tools to measure what words mean based on how they are used by millions of individuals. Many forms of bias, such as the tendency to associate science with men more than women, have been studied in the past, but there has been much less work on how we view a person, says April Bailey of NYU. Our findings show that even when using gender-neutral terms, we prioritize men over women. Deserts may seem lifeless and inert, but they are very much alive. Sand dunes in particular grow and move, and according to a decades-long research project, they also breathe humid air. New research shows for the first time how water vapor penetrates powders and grains. The wind flows over the dune, and as a result creates imbalances in the local pressure, which literally forces air to go into the sand and out of the sand. So the sand is breathing like an organism breathes. That breathing is what allows microbes to persist deep inside hyperarid sand dunes, despite the high temperature. Scientists have found that on average, people who grew up in the countryside have a better sense of direction than people who grew up in cities. People generally orient themselves better when confronted with topographies close to those traveled during childhood. They are better at navigating great distances if they come from rural areas, and better on a grid plan if they grew up in a city with right angles. 
In England and Wales, more than 99% of rapes reported to police do not end in a conviction. This is the result of a criminal justice system that makes prosecuting rape extremely rare, lengthy, and difficult. Cases take on average 817 days to reach court, and 63% of cases are closed because the victim has given up on the process and withdrawn from it. This information is now publicly available and searchable through new justice scorecards published by the United Kingdom government. In a rare emergency move, the U.S. government temporarily declared a northern Nevada toad, the Dixie Valley toad, endangered this week, saying a geothermal power plant in the works could result in its extinction. The emergency listing goes into effect immediately and will continue for eight months while more permanent protections are considered for the toad at the only place it is known to exist in the world. It marks only the second time in 20 years the service has listed a species as endangered on an emergency basis. It wasn't immediately clear how the toad's listing might affect construction of the power plant about 100 miles east of Reno. The Dixie Valley toad lives in wetlands around hot springs next to the construction site. Other species listed as endangered on an emergency basis over the years include the California bighorn sheep in 1999, stellar sea lions in 1990, and the Sacramento River winter migration run of Chinook salmon and the Mojave Desert tortoise, both in 1989. A disbelief in human evolution was associated with higher levels of prejudice, racist attitudes, and support of discriminatory behavior against blacks, immigrants, and the LGBTQ community in the U.S., according to a University of Massachusetts study. Similarly, across the globe, in 19 Eastern European countries, 25 Muslim countries, and in Israel, low belief in evolution was linked to higher biases within a person's group, prejudicial attitudes towards people in different groups, and less support for conflict resolution. And now the sounds of extinction. NASA's Perseverance rover, which has been surveying the surface of Mars since February 2021, has for the first time recorded the acoustic environment of the red planet. These sounds fall within the human audible spectrum, between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz. They reveal that Mars is quiet. In fact, so quiet that on several occasions, the scientists thought the microphone was no longer working. It is obvious that apart from the wind, natural sound sources are rare. The research shows that the speed of sound is lower on Mars than on Earth. More surprising is that there are actually two speeds of sound on Mars, one for high-pitched sounds and one for low frequencies. Sound attenuation is also greater on Mars than on Earth. All these factors would make it difficult for two people standing only five meters apart to have a conversation. And they are due to the composition of the Martian atmosphere and the very low atmospheric surface pressure which is 170 times lower than on Earth. This recording was made by the SuperCam instrument on NASA's Perseverance Mars rover on February 19, 2021, about 18 hours after landing on the mission's first sol, or Martian day. The rover's mast holding the microphone was still stowed on Perseverance's deck, and so the sound is muffled, a little like the sound one hears listening to a seashell or having a hand cupped over the ear. Just a little wind can be heard and hear the sound of the surface of Mars, the red planet.
And so you and the East River Park activists are very sensually and soulfully involved right now with a group of cherry trees. Can you just tell me, tell the audience here about what's going on? Sure. There's, there's a lot, uh, a lot to know about it actually. Um, but there's also not, it's also quite simple. Um, what's happening uh, down here on the Lower East Side is something that has happened over and over again throughout history all over the world, which is a struggle for land and a struggle to protect land and who has a right to exist on the land. And what's, what's happening is that the, the city is moving in to take about a 50 acre park uh, called East River Park and they want to demolish it. And they have already clear cut over 500 mature healthy trees. This project is being done in the name of flood protection, but uh, New Yorkers, uh, New Yorkers know this is a land grab and being, is a, it's just a big real estate scam. Um, that's the simple way to put it. And we, they've already cut down and demolished uh, like I said, over 500, 500 trees and demolished about 25 acres of parkland. And it's lower Manhattan's only large open green space for people to go. Um, and the clear cutting began this past December. Um, and then there was a pause. And now the city is gearing up again to begin chopping down between 30 and 50 trees, including mature cherry trees in the area of Coiler's Hook. Um, there was a massacre there of indigenous peoples in 1643. Um, and there's a community effort to protect the land and to remember the cycle of violence and the soil remembers and to do what we can to bear witness and, and to, to use our bodies to form another body of land protectors. And in the beginning, when they started cutting the trees down, they began doing it while there was a state judge had a temporary restraining order because there was a pending lawsuit against the city to halt all the work. And the city actually, the DDC went in and told the seventh precinct, oh, go ahead, let them continue. There is no temporary restraining order. So once the trees were being cut, violating this order, community members, I, I'm sorry, the, the lawyer, um, that was representing community members fighting to protect the park, uh, went back to that judge and said, look, they're still cutting the trees down, violating this order. And the judge issued the temporary restraining order again and said, yes, and clarified and said, yes, this is what I'm saying. It is, a, it is a restraining order. And it was a lawsuit, what's called alienation. And it's a law that says that- Now, if someone should hear this radio or a podcast uh, and they're interested in coming down to Corlier's Hook uh, or join join an action that is upcoming. Tell us where they should find that information. Yes. Well, uh, community members are actually gather every single day uh, at one o'clock, uh, and we're going to gather. We have been gathering at Corylers Hook Park, Lenape Hoking, at one o'clock. It's Cherry Street and the FDR, and 
people could find updates. There's a, a community effort, social media. It's called 1000 People, 1000 Trees. Uh -huh. um, and that's where you could find daily updates, what's happening. Um, but we, this is a call to all New Yorkers to come join community members on the Lower East Side to oppose ecocide and defend the land. And people are gathering every single day at one o'clock. Uh, Sarah there. Wellington, thank you for taking the time. I know that you ran around and squeeze us in and, and thank you for doing that today. Bless you and Earthaluya. Earthaluya, thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Billy, see you soon. See you down at the hook. Sarah, see you down at the hook. Okay. Bye. And now it comes time to say goodbye and issue some very strategic precision thank yous. Because so many people made this possible. I seem to be just really lucky, blessed to have these people here in New York making this half hour every week with me. Community is what a church is. I'm sure the etym etymological stem, the ancient sounds that started the word church, ecclesia, it's a gathering. And that's what we have to do to create some kind of transformation, a spiritual journey that we make together back into that ecosystem, back into the long grass prairie and the alpine meadow and the coral reefs and the mangrove swamps and the wetlands and the forests and the meadows. We've got to find our way back to this glorious place that we, we live in, that we're blessed with. And now we're trashing it, aren't we? And we're utterly passive in the face of knowing that these criminals and the oil companies and the big banks, knowing that they're financing this, they're doing this openly. They have all the information. The science is clear. They think it's, uh, I don't know what they think it is. I don't know what they're thinking. It's not necessarily our job to know what they're thinking. We know what we believe. That's the earth is alive. The earth is a conscious being. The earth is our, our power. It's in us. It's outside of us. It's expressing in no uncertain terms these superstorms and wildfires and heat waves. And the earth is in an uprising. And we've got to do that with, with her. We've got to rise up too, but we are hypnotized. We are down here in these 10,000 per day. That's what the studies tell us. 10,000 advertisements go into our heads every day. So we're beset with a kind of consensual hypnosis and we remain paralyzed. When we can see in, right in front of us, the people doing what they're doing to the earth, we can't rise up, but we will find a kind of secular spirituality. The earth is going to give it to us. The earth will guide us, give us instructions. And we will 
create a new kind of activism for the earth. I want to thank Salvatore D, News from the Natural World. I want to thank Reverend Dr. Jeanette Wilson and Chris Smalls at the Rainbow Push Coalition. The Stop Shopping Choir with their song Flying. Sarah Wellington from the Save the East River Park here in New York. Trying to save those trees from the, from the chainsaws. Until next week, this is Reverend Billy, Earth Riot Radio, here at the Earth Church. Earthalooya. Earthalooya.